0: All right, first of all, I have a guest with me today. Would you like to say hello? Okay, and that was Jack John Humphreys. (laughs) Say hi, Jack. Oh, yeah, I'm making him wave his right paw to you. He's looking up into the light on the phone. I just gave him a kiss, and I have, um, that yucky stuff on my lips. <clears throat> What's it called? Oops. Hang on, Jack. Window, don't, don't, don't try to go now that you... You know what? My cat is such a sexy baby. Every time, um... Like, I, I don't want him to go, and it seems like I'm um, holding him back. He'll act like, Oh, yeah, really, I want to go. And he'll start leaning further and further. And then I'm all holding out, going, No, don't go. But if I were to release, I guarantee that cat would do everything in his life to stay up on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He'd be trying to back, you know, back balance, and he's pushing his weight back real fast because he does not want to leave my presence. So when I do the little push and shove groove with him, it tells me what state of mind my cat is in right now and, you know, um, what's really truly on his mind and what he wants to convey to me, you know, stuff like that. It really tells you a lot about your animal, you know, just with those little tiny exercises you can do to learn to communicate with animals. It's really super nice. And I know I joke about it a lot, you know, because I do, I make fun of, it. it's just so cute because it's like, like I was saying to him, like, you know, like, don't go, I know you don't want to go, you know, I know my son doesn't want to go, my cat son went. oh, do, cats are like tricksters, like, whoa, you know, they could be in the circus, well, Jack, maybe not you right now, don't start knocking over everything, taking advantage because I'm doing a podcast. Okay, because normally this cat is so spry on his feet, he can just jump up anywhere, and you could have a jigsaw puzzle of two thousand pieces, right, across the table. This cat will manage to jump up on that table and not even slightly, as to as much as move a hair of any of the the two thousand jigsaw puzzle pieces. That's how awesome Jack is. You know, cats are just stealthy, right? They're predators. So they have to be on the A game, you know? They're they're not messing around when cats are designed. (sighs) Dudes. I think that's what, um, you know, the military should look more into. uh, We shouldn't have the wolverines. We should have the badass cats. You know what I'm saying? Because they've got it going on. If they have to go in water, all right, they will. (laughs) But if they don't, all right, they won't. They're just that... They're that um, stealthy of an animal, you know. It also depends, too, of course, duh, um, of how you treat that animal in its own kind, you know. In, in other words, how you treat that animal between closed doors and nobody's around, do you still have respect for that um, item or object or thing or animal? Or you know, do you turn into a deviant, or do you turn into a freak, or a creep, or an abuser? It depends, and those are the most important times, people. I'm saying because those times are the times that actually, you know, they shoot you massive, awesome, good power. They're powerhouses of, you know, awesome things to come. You know why? Because one day, for some odd reason, and you know what? This never fails. You're going to need some kind of an animal in your life for some kind of a situation, and whether we want to stop to honestly think about all of the trans um, actions that have you know that we have intermingled with animals throughout our whole life, if we're really really honest, people will go back and you'll see there where there were times where either an animal upset you or changed your life or your thinking on some level there's always there's an animal involved in everybody's life on the whole planet and that's really super cool because when you think about it animals are um, intricately intertwined within our lives as as human beings no matter how big or small you know what um, insect or you know, where their habitat is. It's super you know, yeah, cool to think about how close um, we have um, interactions with Then we would actually either more or like to think or more or not like to think less of, you know? Either way, that last those last two were the same as the very first one, which means I should have been a lawyer because if you would have signed the dotted line, and I know you will and would, then again... <laughs> Take me to the bank, because <laughs> as cashing in, <laughs> yeah, you know, I oddly enough, uh, speaking of or saying the words cashing in, I find it really super sad that we as society don't cash in on ourselves more and um, get paid more often, you know, because well, I don't really like it. <laughs> Why not, Aga? I mean, nobody else is going to do it. <laughs> nobody else is going to pay me. So, you know, that line. Yeah, if I could pay myself, I'd be a millionaire or a rich man. You know, when people say that, I'm thinking, and I'm already paying myself. I'm just now paying the interest on what I already paid. What? Huh. I just looked like a puppet when I said that. I'm taking my hair clip out of my hair and I'm pulling my left arm way up to like the left of my um, hemisphere of my brain, right? And my arm is pulling the hair out and it's hurting. You know, I'm thinking, now you serious? I'm doing a freaking podcast here. <laughs> Give me a little grace. You know, my hair is hurting super bad. And I'm thinking, but don't let it sound like you're getting hurt right now. Anyways, I went through all that stupid stuff right now. And I- and what do I have for it? I have this little tiny hair clip claw that, I mean, is tighter than grandma's coffers, you know, that I'm holding in my hand. <laughs> Anyways, now that i move moved my hair about and I situated it to where I feel like I've got confidence and I feel sexy. All of a sudden, I don't give a fuck what I'm doing right now. You're going to be addressed at this minute in this situation now, mufo. Huh? (laughs) Because, I mean, I just know myself. I'm trying to change my own, you know, self. This is not for you guys necessarily all the time. When it comes in good accordance with lots of laughter and dizziness and giggles and um, sarcasm, then you know, you know, that's how to take me. But right now, I mean I tried to add it up and say, hey, I tried to be honest with my last podcast and I'm still getting interference. I'm not gonna ignore it anymore. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, I'm not gonna rubber wax it, I'm not gonna everybody's all what was that? And I'm not gonna act like, you know, nothing's going on here. <laughs> but it's kinda like that time. In um, one of my podcasts I did, early recent history, when uh, I said to all three of my children in church one day in front of the pastor's pulpit, maybe six to eight rows um, center back, but straight with the pastor, they were pissing me off so bad. They were disrespecting God's house so bad. They were utterly you know, acting like jackasses so bad with not only dad there, because he's a pushover, but mom, the freaking general, you know? I mean, it's like, dude, you might as well, like, volunteer to go to Auschwitz before doing this in front of mom with dad, in front of the pastor, straight in center, in uh, on a packed, packed day at church. You know, I mean, do I need say more? <sighs> right? I don't care what religion or belief or atheistic stupid pattern you're into. Oh, it's not stupid. Sorry, my pattern. If I was an atheist, it would be stupid because I'm uh, I make dumb patterns. So that was not meant. That was meant for me, not you. Sometimes I talk and joke and think and sing out loud, and sometimes my songs are sad and scary about how I think and perceive myself. Therefore, I'm sorry. So. And you know what people, the only reason I'm telling you these things about me is because if you want to get to know a truly difficult personality, you know, with um backlashes of hardship and you know wartime labor, then and but but okay now, don't go off the plank yet. But is totally uncannily, unhumanly forgiving, and somebody who is totally accepting, and somebody who is totally willing to be accepting, and somebody who, who accepts my past mistakes, and I don't make excuses for my future mistakes, because that was a mistake way back when, and I don't want to go and have to repeat such a, you know, main staple of somebody's life in terms of growing as a human individual, you know? I don't want to say there's a mainstay here anymore with past problems that I've already dealt with and I know, but on the same token, I will never ever walk past something that meant so much to me without letting people that I care about, you know, um, what, when I act like this, this is what I'm going through in life. When I, you know, do this, then I usually look for this. The reason why I say this is because it's so important. To let humans know you know what type of character and personality that you are coming from, you know um, I used to say that um my uh, love and other people's aspirations that had shunned from and through them, I used to say that we were all kind of like um an inner link link within the rim of um, the idea of a circle, a tire. You know, in other other words, um, we are the epitome of what human forms should truly be to one another, for real, without looking, you know, stupid, funny, nerdy, dumb, you know, tacky, whatever, and however somebody wants to deem it, you know, unworthy to their life, and that's a lot of humans, when we can actually uh, be genuine humans, then... You know, and start treating babies and kids, you know, utterly different and animals. It's it's just super cool. You know, there's a, a really nice picture that I like. Um I've seen it growing up and it's a picture of um Jesus and he's in like the wilderness and it shows this big freaking honk and motherload of alpha male lion. Just Calmly, you know, laying down on, in the wild jungle, and they show all these other beasts around Jesus. You know, on that one painting, and I, I, I really, really, truly like that. You know, I mean, I'm not into that. You know, um, <clears throat> thinking lifestyle or religion and beliefs and um, you know that stuff now, but that's one picture that um, that's when I saw that picture, I thought that's 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 right. You know, I mean, if we were to truly, you know, go and follow what everything that you think is important, you know, so important that you can get along with, you know, super duper, you know, apex predator, deadly beasts that are wild, you know, all these pit bulls getting killed because they have a, a, some type of a form of a. um, non-satisfactory, non-working part of a breakdown of DNA linkage, DNA within the pit bull form itself, per se, all of that could have been completely avoided. That's like the equivalent, you know, when we see um, aggressive, deadly pit bulls, that's that's the equivalent of what we see today in real life uh, form, what we're all living in right now. And it sucks so bad because I'm here to say that, you know, that picture, you know, with the man in human form and skin time in a jungle with big beasts, just totally cool and kicking it. You know, these things that I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, about my training techniques. On my cat, or you know, um, especially the animal bit. The reason why, is, uh, these little things that I'm, I'm saying about my animal that lives with me, who is domesticated, my cat son Jack, is because everything, like, I've al- always, all, all these, I think I almost said always. Oh, I was German. Oh, yeah. I, I almost said always. <laughs> instead of. Always, and the reason why I stuttered when I said it like the third time is because when I have to correct my speech, uh, I don't like to go past a word that sounds incorrect to me, Um so much so that um I know, you know, any which way you say it or show it, in any rhyme said, I know for sure that something's not something sounded so retarded that <laughs> don't worry people my audience i heard it in my mind before you guys even thought it <laughs> you know so that's what that's what's super super cute and the beauty and the i guess the uh technique of podcasting would be to me is you know <laughs> No matter if you mess up, uh, you you still have to remember one thing: <laughs> you're alive. And whether you want to admit it or not, I mean, even on your worst days, you sound like the worst days, Jen. <laughs> so that said, that's another quirky part of my personality. Oh my god! One of my kids was fucked joking around, boop, boop Oh, sorry, joking around with me one day. One of my kids said, "You know, Mom." How come every time we we talk about my problems, this turns into about you? <laughs> I was like, rude. You no, know, I'm thinking, you little MFR. I didn't say that, but I was thinking that because I'm thinking, if you only knew the, you know, life's lessons I am trying to teach you without being an utter dick, then you don't know nothing at all. Because not only are you my prized possession, my my heart's love, and my and my total nemesis. You know, because family members can become, become enemies or what feels like it at times. You know, if people say that they don't ever fight in their family or they don't have a disagreement, I guarantee it they're lying. <laughs> because... No normal human being on this planet, whether family or not, or, you know, connected to an animal or family, you know, friend like an animal or not. That's a lie. You know, Um, uh, I think um, I'd rather not interact with individuals like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's actually um, what it was a key turning. the Yeah, it was a turning point for me. Don't say that drunk. Um, So it was a key purring point for me, per se, because it was the first time that I actually opened my mind to something so totally, um, what felt erratic and new and scary. And almost to the very end, it felt like upside down. It was such a, you know, an alien, out of this world notion to try to open myself to, you know, an ocean of options. It was freaking weird to open your freaking head like that. You know, because it's not like you're just walking over there to the gas station and putting some air in a tire and then coming home. It's nothing even I can't even I can't even doesn't even measure equate to that at all. It's that was just a really bad analogy or definition, because it is so amazing when you can actually open your mind not for the first time with respect, not making fun of it, not talking down to it, not talking SH to it, not, you know, cussing it out, not putting it down, not rejecting it, not pushing it back. And at the very end, you know what, all that stuff that we were telling ourselves that we couldn't do, hey, it was real. (laughs) You know, there's just... How come we're not told all those facts? <laughs> See, I should have been a lawyer. I huh, would have been a good one, I think. Hmm. So I was um rather excited to do a podcast earlier tonight. I got so excited that I wanted to prep and prime myself for this situation so I could be primo that I, you know, I straightened up my altar, I uh, reset everything on there. I actually did the east wall on um, another form of meditation gaze, and that's uh, this fireplace that I have. It hangs on the wall, and uh, there's a... um, bright backlights that you can pick from, an array of colors, and then uh, the fireplace itself, the flames, you know, I can put two different or matching colors, and it's just a really freaking fun toy to play with and have, you know, it's like, wow, oh, look at that, wow, and then if I'm pissed off, or I feel evil, I'm looking for a color that just pisses me off, or makes me focus, or burn my hide, something that's gonna make me invincible, <laughs> you know, but like um, tonight, I just thought, why am I always looking for color? And on my good days, I'm asking the spirit world, or spirits, or ghosts, or whatever you want to call them, entities. I'm asking the underworld, you know, pick for me. I give myself, you know, to open energy. You know, I want. I'm I'm here just to listen and learn, devise and supervise and take and talk and walk and with you know and. And hopefully birth of to humans um let people know how how awesome you are you don't have to end up like me you don't have to end up losing you know your your religion or you know um you don't have to mean you know, family members for what you believe in you don't have to be like me you know of course not. And don't be scared to, and don't close your mind to thinking if I'm the prime example to, you know, what, you know, opening your mind is like, then no way you're not going to have it. Then that, then you know what? I just say, um, shoot on sight for me, <laughs> you know, cause it's, that's not cool. That's definitely what I am not here to be doing is trying to hinder your growth process in your own life, and your heart, because I'm just saying I'm I will be the first person, I hope or hope not. It's kinda of scary to, you know, tell you guys the truth. To tell people, you know, what to do, how to do it, how not to do it, and how I would like to do how you would like you know what I'm saying? This is just um a, a mishmash of um just good things to think of, you know, for if you ever want to have, you know, like a, a voice dart game, you could just get like, you know, see that dart, excuse me, sorry, see that dartboard ahead? or what is it? You know? And that's an interesting question because I wonder how many different dartboards we as human beings have. Fuck, you know, if you're a hateful person, you'll have that kind of dartboard. If you're that kind of person, you, you know, in terms of being bad regards, you're that kind. And that's an ugly picture of, you know, look at that. It's like the chop suey of, you know, Yugoslavian succotash. It's just not good. You can't even say the poor boy, you know. Stoned, let alone sober. huh. <laughs>